the next episode of Nerd Clicks and Chill will start in three, two, one, zero. Hey everybody, this is Nick. And this is Carrie. And we are Nerd Flicks and Chill, and in this episode we're going to talk about the Captain Marvel trailer that just debuted uh, the other night. It's the second trailer for Captain Marvel, so we got another uh, peek at what this film is going to entail, which is very exciting for me. But before we get into that, Carrie, let's let's give a Carrie update. Carrie, where on the planet are you this week? I am currently in Barcelona, Spain. However... Tomorrow morning, I'm traveling to Brussels, Belgium. Belgium. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So I am in Barcelona, Spain, and I have to say that our audiences within Spain, we were in Madrid last week, uh, have been the best audiences so far of the tour. We are halfway through our European tour now, and... uh yeah, the audiences here have been amazing. And there is some interest for us in the area where I am right now in Barcelona, Spain. Right outside of Barcelona, about an hour away, is a town called Girona. And they filmed a ton of stuff for Game of Thrones Season 6 in Girona. For example, uh, the scene where Jamie Lannister uh, rides up the steps of the... Um, uh, what was it? The not Citadel, the um, the church, um, on his horse that was filmed there, okay. and there were tons of stuff um from for Bravos that were filmed there, where uh, the whole chase scene between the Waif and Arya was filmed all through the streets of Girona as well. Uh, so yeah, lots of King's Landing, lots of Bravos there, and uh, yeah, just right outside my door practically. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I, too, have been traveling, actually. I'm back in Washington, D.C. Uh, today, but uh, recently I was traveling over to Hong Kong. I was there for nine days. That was a pretty awesome trip, I must say. Uh, so it was very difficult for us to uh, kind of correlate a schedule because we're on many different time zones. Yeah, so what uh, scenes from Game of Thrones did they film over in Hong Kong? In Hong Kong, probably none that I'm aware <laughs> of. But uh, a good chunk of uh, of a set piece from the Tomb Raider movie was filmed there recently, and then pretty much everything Jackie Chan ever did, I believe. Isn't that right? Uh, so yeah, lots of lots of stuff in Hong Kong. Hong Kong was was a terrific experience. Absolutely loved it. So uh, very excited to have gone there and had that experience. But okay, enough about us. Let's get into this Captain Marvel trailer. So uh, we had the first kind of teaser trailer debut. Now we've got a full trailer. This trailer really told us a lot about kind of what to expect from the story. And right off the bat, my initial thoughts on it are is it has me very, very excited to see this movie. I cannot wait. I love Brie Larson. I've I've talked in great detail about my appreciation for Brie Larson. And uh the more I see of this, the more I like it. I can't wait for it. Yeah, I I'm intrigued by it as well. I, I know that heading into the first trailer, I was like, I don't know anything about this character, like at all. I, I have no idea. I don't know what to expect. And the trailer was the first one was just that. It was a it was a tease. It's like, okay, my interest is peaked, and now it's like, okay, now I know a little bit more. I don't feel that 
I know a lot more about this movie um, above the first trailer that we got, but I've, I got a little bit more into it. And uh, I like that we got a little bit more of her in action, quite literally. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty psyched about this. I think it looks amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. The visuals in this trailer, I mean, they're just teasing um, what's to come, and the visuals are stunning. That shot of her kind of flying through space, or any of the shots of her kind of like powered up and ready to go. Oh my you know, gosh! It's it's really really astonishing to look at. So that's that's very exciting. <laughs> what was kind of interesting about this trailer is like. The first trailer had that scene of her punching an old lady, and, you know, I think most normal people uh, believe that she was not actually punching an old lady, but, like, it's funny to me that in this trailer they almost had to spell it out for everybody that was, like, too stupid to understand. They're like, okay, so uh, these are the bad guys, and you're one of the good guys. That's the Sam Jackson narration that we get over top of her doing this. <laughs> so it's like, oh, God, do you really, like... Do people really think that Captain Marvel's just going to go around punching old ladies? Don't get me wrong. I'm there for that movie, too. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, like, I thought that was a little bit weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised by it whatsoever. They, uh, they, they do have to spell things out for the lowest common denominator of people, I guess, but, if that's the case, I'm okay with it because it gave us a little bit extra of that scene. And so we saw some full contact action going on there. And yeah. it looked great. And if that's what it took to get it, then fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I thought one of the things this trailer did really well is it kind of sets the stage for what the movie's going to be. You know, it tells us a little bit about who Captain Marvel is. We know that she had an accident. She has no memory of her past life. We know that past life involves being on Earth, but we know that she was, you know, kind of uh, infused with Kree blood, and that probably is how she has some of her powers. And it's a story that has her kind of reconnecting with her life on Earth. And I think that in this trailer itself, it does a really good job of kind of, of establishing what that story is going to be. But yet not telling us too much, because yeah. it's like, well, what... What happened to her that led her to be found by the Cree and to have them do what they did? And then, likewise, what has led her to be back here and to have no memory? Uh, or, you know, what is it that she's trying to figure out? What What has put her into that position? And how did she meet up with, you know, Sam Jackson's character? And, and so what's going on here? So yeah, it just, it gives you just a little bit more of a taste, but yet leaves us with more questions. It's like JJ Abrams, anything yeah. he does. Yeah. I think that Marvel's also really leaning into the fact that this is their first uh, female led superhero that they've done. And I think that's pretty obvious in the trailer. They're kind of leaning into that, but they're also kind of, kind of occupying a very inspirational space with this character as well. I noticed there are kind of beats that are reminiscent of Captain America. And that's probably done with, with purpose, I would say. Uh, but there are kind of beats within, within her story that seem like they're very similar to Captain America, which, like I said, it only, it only makes sense moving forward because they're going to be moving away from the Captain America character and probably have, Captain Marvel kind of be taking his place. Oh, I'm 
I'm cool with that. Um, but I think a lot of, a lot of superhero origin stories are all fairly similar, right? So it's, um, I'm kind of curious to see if they kind of deviate from that a bit. And it seems like they will. But more than anything, just with this trailer, um, you even mentioned it yourself that the visuals are just stunning. And apart from the trailer, can we just talk about the, the one sheet that just came out? The oh, poster yeah. that just came out just before the trailer? It, it, it was so amazing. This poster, like, it, it, it's so silly to say it, but like, I almost got emotional over it. Like, it was so powerful and, just it was an incredible poster it's an incredible image and um you know you said the, that moment where she's like powering up and you can just see the the energy that's flowing through her and around her and it's like you can practically feel it just by looking at this poster yeah absolutely and i'll tell you what if the look of uh captain marvel in battle is going to be wearing that badass like helmet with the mohawk i'm i'm here for it Oh, yeah, I love it. Because that looks so cool. It does. Yeah, I, I I, really am impressed with this trailer. I'm really impressed with the direction that they're going in. I like that they're teaming her up with Nick Fury to give her kind of a little bit of a, uh, kind of establish her within the, the realm of the other Marvel heroes, you know? Yeah. Because I think that's going to be kind of critical for, for doing that. One of the other things, too, and people have asked about it where they've said, well, you know, if she's in her 20s or whatever in in her own movie, which is taking place in the 90s, well, how do you avoid Carol Danvers being 50 when the new Avengers rolls around or whatever the case may be? And actually, it's addressed in the trailer because they talk about that Cree blood infusion and how it allows her to live longer and to, uh, you know, be superior. So it seems like that is going to be the thing that allows her to maybe age more slowly or or prolong her life by potentially hundreds of years. She she essentially will not age on the same timeline um that humans do. Yeah, so this movie is primed to set us up for Avengers 4, which it looks like we'll be getting another trailer for that quite soon as well. Like, like quite soon. Like that trailer might be out before we post this show. Then maybe we will have to record another episode or edit this one. <laughs> yeah, Marvel's Marvel's leaning in this week because I think they have Captain Marvel, uh, Avengers uh, um, four, and then potentially I think Spider Man Far From Home. That trailer's due out as well. And I actually think some of it's been, I, I actually think the marketing and, and people need to keep this in mind about how films are marketed. Um, it, it's all intentional that they, they are telling the story in this way that Captain Marvel comes out before Avengers are going to introduce that character. So they want to have that second trailer out. So now you got two Captain Marvel trailers out. So now that we've seen this character a little bit, it's okay. If in an Avengers 4 trailer, we do potentially see Captain Marvel in there. It will make logical sense because the way it's been set up. We've seen her twice now, yeah. um, and now they can market Avengers 4. And then after they market Avengers 4, they can get into Spider-Man Far From Home. Even though that's a completely different studio, I think it's kind of a neat idea in the collaboration that once the Avengers 4 trailer rolls out, you can then roll the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer out as well. 
But it's just, it's brilliant because it's like these movies are, are purposefully set up as a package deal. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and, and that's one of the things that I have, I have said, uh, ad nauseum that just the, the synergy and, and the weaving of stories that Marvel slash Disney has done is just brilliant. And that just continues to show, especially with these ones and how they are marketing them and, and timing the release of the trailers and the movies yeah. themselves. It's just wonderful. Well, you're going to see in 2019 the marketing of films put out by Disney is going to be extremely strategic because, and you and I have talked about this kind of offline, but uh, we're going to probably put together an episode on Disney's 2019 movie slate because, in my opinion, when you look at it on paper, it's the biggest movie slate a studio has ever put out, ever, anywhere, ever. I have never seen a list of so many blockbuster films just teed up right in a row. From March to December of 2019, Disney basically has something enormous coming out every month. Yeah, I'm not even going to open that can of worms. I'm going to save it for yeah. when we record yeah. that episode because I have thoughts on their <laughs> slate of films and I awesome. will just I can't wait keep to get into going. that. <laughs> but but back to but back to Captain Marvel, a couple of other things that I noticed in here. Uh one, we talked about it kind of briefly at the top, but that action sequence of her flying through space just kind of doing her thing and kicking ass and just being awesome that sequence is so visually impressive it kind of it kind of was reminiscent of iron man as well like mm. she's got some iron man vibes happening but i mean she can fly she can do all this stuff uh it's it's awesome to see her in action yeah she is um that that ace in the pocket you know, that's going to help the Avengers, I'm sure. So, Maybe, yeah. uh, so here's a, here's a little thing that might be interesting because everybody assumes that at the end of Infinity War, when, you know, in that post credit scene, Nick Fury sends that page out and, you know, maybe he's, he's relying on her, some last ditch effort, some, some plan B, but you know, or there's one thing that we don't necessarily know. What if she doesn't survive the snap? It's entirely possible that she doesn't. Who's to say that she's even on Earth, though? Well, I assume by that pager that he has, he can reach her wherever in the galaxy she is. Because that pager he has is pretty souped up. Right. So who's to say that she's even on Earth? Or who's to say that that pager's not... It can't operate through time or something? Um... That's true. You, you know, true. I mean, so that's the possibility. She might not even be here. Yeah. But I also think it's, it's very possible that in the post credit scene for Captain Marvel, she turns to dust as well. Really? Well, I'm just having a hard time reconciling some stuff. Just in okay. terms of how she's going to fit into the Avengers picture. Because from what it sounds like, and I don't know, maybe we'll have to wait for the Avengers trailer to see, it sounds like there's going to be some sort of forward time jump that takes place that allows for some time to have passed between the the Thanos snap and the the aftermath of the world. I actually believe, I, I, I feel pretty convinced that we're going to get at least some of the aftermath to see the world, you know, 
and what it's like in the aftermath. Otherwise, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, it, it doesn't make a whole That's lot true. of sense to to just be like, okay, now we have to immediately undo the thing that happened. I want to see some of the aftermath. Yeah, I think we talked about that um, when we were reviewing the movie and speculations on what we thought the next one was going to be. I, I'm pretty sure we talked about that. Um, but I'm trying to remember and of course my memory is like Swiss cheese, but I'm trying to remember the, the stipulation of Thanos' snap. So was it wiping out 50% of all life yes. on Earth or was it Everything. just humans? Not okay. just, not just Earth, but everywhere. Oh, the universe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Because I was thinking it was just Earth and maybe it was just humans and that's the rub is that maybe she's not necessarily considered human because she's got the Kree blood and okay, so she would be spared from that. Or maybe she's not on Earth and that would spare her from that. So, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, there's wiggle room for her to not to to not be around. It's just, uh, you know. Again, I, I mean, we're speculating about something we haven't even seen yet, so who the hell knows? But <laughs> well, that's what we um, do. That's why we have a podcast. How she fits into the ultimate puzzle, I think, is still up in the air, and it probably is right. going to be up in the air until we see her film. Well, of course, because they're smart and they're not going to—they're not going to show their cards. Yeah, one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting. Did you notice that she has a cat named Goose? I noticed a cat, but I didn't notice a name. Yeah, I believe that name tag says Goose, which would be a reference to Top Gun. Yeah, I was watching it on a cell phone, so I couldn't um, see it. So I, I, I think they're basing her on more of a modern run of the the Captain Marvel comic, and I think in the comic her cat's name is actually Chewy, which uh, for obvious reasons they wouldn't they wouldn't use that name. Right. Actually, for obvious reasons they kind of should use that name, but whatever. Um. You know, they want to keep those, they want to keep those worlds separate, I guess. But, um, one of the things that's kind of interesting about her cat is that it's not really a cat. What is it? Uh, it's, it's an alien species that is like a cat, but it, it has like, it has like pocket dimensions in its mouth and it can like sprout tentacles and do all this other shit. Of course it does. Okay. So. Yeah, I hope I, I, spoiler alert for those folks out there that are interested in, in what her cat can do. All right. What a, what a weird sentence to say. Um, anyway, I think there's a lot to take away from this trailer that's really good. I don't really have anything that I'm super critical of in terms of like, you know, do, do aspects of the story not interest me or things like that. I've heard some people giving Brie Larson a hard time. They're like, oh, I just don't see it, blah, blah, blah. That's just old school kind of sexist bullshit. Brie Larson no, has an Oscar. Is, no, I will, no, I will, I will put my foot down and, and say that when I first heard that she was cast in this, I did not see her as a superhero. And that's not saying that I don't see her as a great actress, because that's bullshit. No, we know that she's a great actress, but I haven't seen her or I didn't see her as being a superhero. Now, I will say this. I didn't see Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman either, right. and I was totally wrong with that. Uh, but, I mean, same thing with this. I didn't – I was like, I, I don't see it. 
You know, I mean, I trust their casting, but I didn't see it. I, I need to see it on screen. Show me. Show me this. And and they have. So, no, and I don't think it's sexist by any means. It was just I just couldn't see her in that role. And much like with Gal Gadot, I'm, I'm happy to be wrong because I think, for a lot I think of it people, looks amazing. I think for a lot of people it is sexist. I really do. Um, but But also at the same time, even if it's not – uh, most people are wrong all the time about casting. I remember people saying, uh, Heath Ledger, what? He can't play the Joker, that dude from A Knight's Tale? Yeah, okay. He turns in maybe the greatest comic book villain role ever. It's the gold standard by which they're all measured. And then everybody was like, well, Jared Leto's a great actor. He could pull off a great Joker. And guess what? He didn't. You know, yeah. so, so I think people can get in, in their own heads about casting, but like some of the, the criticism of like Brie Larson, uh, if, you know, to, to tie it back to some of the sexist stuff from, from before, um, you know, she should smile more in the trailer. Get the oh. hell out of here. That stuff's yeah. garbage. You know, yeah, I mean, no, that is, yeah. I've heard people say, ah, Brie Larson, she's, you know, wooden in her acting. No, she's not. She has an Oscar. She's very good. She's very good. If you, if you want to know how good Brie Larson is, watch Short Term 12. Uh, she's excellent in that. You know, um, in Room, she, that's the one she won an Oscar for. The, 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 the woman has talent and lots of it. Yeah, but <laughs> it's kind of ironic and funny that you're talking about, oh, people are always wrong about casting. They talk about casting. Yeah, that's what we do on this podcast. We talk about that. We just talked about that with Fantastic Beasts and talk about how we thought that Johnny Depp was miscast. So, well, it wasn't <laughs> you are that hypocritical. He was, it wasn't that he was miscast. It's that he is an abusive douchebag and they kept him around for reasons they shouldn't have. No, but he was miscast because he sucked in the role. I mean, I, I, I just think I just think it's, it's tiresome after a while. Yeah, but that's what we do. That's what yeah. we do is, is people who have a podcast, we talk about the casting of movies, we talk about the writing, we talk about the directing, we talk about everything with these movies and TV shows and stuff and whether or not we felt that person was good in that role. So that's why we have this platform. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit more interested in, as opposed to who gets the job as opposed to what they do with it. Right. I, you know, cause I think you can get people that will turn out really incredible performances that you don't expect, right? Like, who would, who would have thought that the, the runaway success of Black Panther would have been Shuri's character who kind of steals the whole movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you can, I, the casting itself, I think it, it's only a part of how a character's developed, right? I mean, we talked about that with, uh, Ashley Eckstein, when we did the interview with her, how it's not just it's not just her that gives life to the character, but it's her and the writers, and it you know it, so there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that goes into it, but people that say that that say that Brie Larson isn't good enough for this role, they're just wrong. Yeah, they're no, just I, wrong. Well, we haven't seen it yet, uh, but so far from what I've seen in this trailer, she's the very little that we've seen. I'm I'm impressed. Because, like I said, I was one of those that was like, I, I don't see it. I don't see it in her. But, um, yeah, she's, I think she's got it. It, it looks great. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing 
the entire piece instead of just little snippets in a trailer. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, all you can really talk about in a trailer is kind of, you know, how they go about driving your interest. Cause ultimately these things are all just pieces of marketing material, right? They're all just pieces of marketing material. They're designed to pique your interest and get you to see the movie. So it's hard. You can't really critique a trailer so much only in terms of does it make you want to see the movie more? Do, you know, how does it make you feel? You know, um, cause trailers are, are, I think, evoking more feelings in people now than they ever have before. Well, and I think they're getting better at doing trailers overall. Um, because it's so often that you see, you used to be able to see a movie trailer and it was like, oh, well, I don't need to see the movie anymore because I think I've just seen the third act. Yeah. No kidding. Like, especially if you go back and watch movie trailers for movies in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's shocking how much of the movie they give away. And, uh, yeah, they're really good at, uh, at putting together trailers. But if you're saying that we can't critique a trailer, then this podcast is done. I'm, I think I'm, the episode's over. Well, <laughs> I, I think that's because we're not critiquing it. We're kind of just talking about it. I mean, critiquing it would be like, ah, oh, I don't know about the music choice here, you know, things like that. Um, although I think we have done that in the past too. Yeah. I mean, we have. but I, but it's, <laughs> it's hard to be overly critical of a trailer, right? No, it's not. You know, um, I was, I will say that the, the one trailer that I am very critical of was that Batman versus Superman one where they basically show the entire third act of the yeah, movie in the trailer. Exactly, exactly. And they took all the surprise out of it. Oh, it's so frustrating. Uh, that's, that's one worthy of critique, I think, right? <laughs> where you just give away the third act of the film. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, what a, I just that's said. a problem. It is. That's, that's when you've overdone it. But yeah, I think that, uh, in terms of, the emotional impact of trailers. I think you're right. They're doing a lot more. Uh, you know, we haven't, we'll talk about it when we talk about the Disney 2019 slate, but one of the things that was very interesting to me was that Lion King trailer that Disney just put out recently. They put it out on Thanksgiving night, like right after dinner, when you have all these people, like these kids that have gone home to their parents' house and they're back in their childhood rooms and you know now they've got a lion king trailer that was done that it's like it was like it was like a target that they hit perfectly it was like a bullseye yeah. it was like how can we do this for maximum nostalgic impact and it was like a direct hit yeah i'm going to i'm going to reserve thoughts on all of that for later well, like and I, I said, also there's a can of worms that's jiggling on my table, and I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> well, it's also, but I mean, that's part of the marketing strategy for these movies, right? Like sometimes you get something a year out, but most of the time they do that kind of six months, three months um, thing, where you get the first teaser six months out, the first trailer three months out, and you know, probably get another trailer in there somewhere. So, um, yeah, so it's interesting to me the way that this Captain Marvel trailer was released because they're going to do this one first, then Avengers, and it's just like they're just loading them up. And they're just ready to go. So I think it's great to see Captain Marvel out there. I'm very excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to see the film. I can't wait. There's a lot of talent behind it. And I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, what he said. Same for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you guys have heard our thoughts on the Captain Marvel second trailer, I guess. Or maybe first trailer with a teaser. I don't know. Captain Marvel trailer, Captain Marvel trailer 2. 
That's what I'm calling it. I don't care. Uh, but we'd like to hear your thoughts as well, so hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at NerdFlixChill. You can also uh, subscribe on iTunes, listen on Stitcher, and if you are listening, throw us a five-star review if you're digging us. You can also find all of our new episodes at LRMOnline.com. Wanted to thank all of you guys for listening. Until next time, may the Force be with you because the night is dark and full of terrors. <laughs> <laughs>